Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment yeah, update. Uh, special note, election today, uh, election day is today in many uh, places. I would say to you, um, make sure that if you are... Um, um, care about what's concerning your communities. Make sure you go out. And make sure you check things out. All right. Make sure you do what it is you need to do to make sure you uh, and be informed. Do. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Don't just check boxes. I would do informed. that. I would be informed. That's oh, you're always informed. We don't. I would try to do it, but you can do whatever you want. Mm. Um. So, uh, Jasmine Sanders. Uh, one thing I find very interesting is you were talking about this yesterday, and this Keith Lee, who is, uh, who is now um, taking a lot of flack because he, he he dared give his opinion on the places he patronized. He patronized that place, right? So some people do it on Yelp and some people do it on their platforms, right? Correct. Um, but the, the notion that you can only be a good uh, communal, a part of the community is if you accept what it is people are doing. Um, if good you, or bad. Yeah, well, bad because uh, who won't, nobody has a problem accepting something good, but but if you if you accept treatment, b- bad treatment, if you accept late treatment, if you accept good, that's the only way. Apparently, according to some people, including Chad, who I like a lot, El Cinco, he came back. And otherwise, you're ruining. To, you know, tried to apologize. Well, he had to because the thing is, what you can't do is say it's okay if I give my opinion about what Keith right. is doing, but Keith can't give his opinion about the service he was given. All I say is this. Chad admittedly eats McDonald's all the time. Same meal, right? <laughs> so, so I'm not gonna listen to him talking to me about food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I'm not gonna let. He does, right? Skip that. He eats sure famous. Yeah. He yeah. So yeah. you, I mean, I, when you when you relate uh, when you uh, review the filet fish, I, I'm all in. But until that, <laughs> I mean. And by the way, Keith never said he was an expert at this. He said this is something that I've been doing for years. He's got 14 million followers, by the way. Yeah. And he said I, I never said I was, you know, an expert at it. It's what I like to do, and I give you my honest opinion, which is why I don't accept money or f- food in kind. Well, for I my opinion. I don't know that that, that following people like somebody millions of people about the pet rock. I mean, people, no, but I, people got uh, a <laughs> nah, he did people say- got M- Vanilla Ice's album. So I, I don't <laughs> no, know. That, that but I, I say that because the number of people who follow him, what happens is if he gives a good review, it is without question that the next day or when the, the days following that particular restaurant yeah. has a huge influx of people who come to, to, to check his food out. So he has great influence over his followers. Yeah. Well, he say yeah. as a, his relationship with food because being a fighter, he'd have to shred and gain weight and a whole exactly. lot. He said everywhere from 140 to 190 to do a taste. But I, but I think uh, Keith <laughs> was telling about he was a fighter so you watch your mouth. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> and saying. keep your name, yeah. keep his wife's let's, name out, his, out your let's mouth. Let's keep it, let's keep it, let's keep it common now. Yeah. Um, the happy birthday to Algie Smith who played Ralph Tresvon on New Edition. Happy birthday to Lord. Happy birthday to David Guetta, uh, DJ and producer. Happy birthday to Melissa Ford. Happy birthday to Troy Byer. Happy birthday to King Kong Bundy. Happy birthday to Javante Davis, the, the great boxer. Happy birthday to Christopher Knight. Peter, on the Brady Bunch. Uh, of course, uh, posthumously, happy birthday to Dana Plato, 
Uh, happy birthday to Madame Curie. Happy birthday to Billy Graham. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will have what's trending. I'm going to do my part and have a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine. What, man? Tell these good people what is trending. Stephen Perkins. I don't know if you've seen this story out of Decatur, Alabama. Yes. Uh, this black guy basically uh, was shot and killed by police officers. Uh, you know, people in Alabama were protesting, very upset about it. The information, a little murky, but obviously we know it ain't that murky. But apparently, uh, I guess a um, repo man showed up to take his truck. Uh, he says he was up to date on his payments. The repo man, I guess, got nervous, left and told police that he had a gun. So, of course, Which you can do in Alabama. I right? mean, you can, but it, it's not been proven that Steve even had a gun. So police come and within seconds <laughs> shoot him dead. Um, now, they've got video footage from, I guess, a couple of uh, houses that are in the neighborhood. And they show that as soon as the police arrive on the scene and they start asking before they really even ask questions, they basically shoot. So now I see Perkins is dead uh, and they're trying to figure out this has been almost a month ago trying to get to the bottom of it. Now, the, the All police you gotta do is chief press there t- you press play, right? Has tell you everything you need had to, to come out and apologize because they, of course, as they always do, released information that was incorrect. Of course. Uh, And now they're trying to recant that. Uh, But it's very sad because you have another young black man who was killed by police and uh, still no answer. So the family obviously is upset. A lot of people in Alabama are upset trying to get to the bottom of it. So hopefully we'll we'll get to the bottom and maybe have some justice. Yeah. I don't know. I think one thing for sure, um, the camera has freed more black people than Harry Tubman. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. So um, you better be glad you have it. I'm, I'm telling you. Absent, absent another uh, uh, contravening story, they would keep these narratives like, oh, he broke yeah. in, he reached for a gun, he tried to run. And the officers run. obviously lied and yeah, said one thing. So, of course, this I think once you lie on chief, a job where you're supposed to tell the truth, because if you lie at certain jobs, you can lose your job. I think they should lose their job. Yeah. If the police chief has to come behind that and say, I apologize for the inaccurate yeah. description of the yeah. encounter, yeah. in my mind, everything else is suspect, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes no sense. But yeah. while we're talking about Alabama, also trending this story about this. Uh, he's a politician out of Alabama. His name was Bubba Copeland. Yeah. Uh, he was a preacher and a politician, but he had dressed up. Uh, he Well, he was a transgender. That was a part that a lot of people didn't know. He wasn't a transgender. Well, he Because he didn't change. He, he didn't, didn't change. change. No. He didn't change, so. but he considered himself trans, okay. basically. And so... So he didn't change his gender. He just wore dresses. Yes. And somehow he got outed on social media. 62 years old. Couldn't take the pressure yes, of what sir. they were saying and killed himself. Well, he was a Republican. He was a hardcore. He was hardcore. Gay rights. He okay. was indeed. Let me tell you something. Yep. I don't care which... The, the, people don't realize this. If you want to talk about crime, uh, you know, porno... Um, um, sexual STDs Mm -hmm. they're primarily in these small echo chambers where people don't feel like they're going to be accepted so they keep it a secret well, my right. problem is you can't be that you can't be so strong against other people. But right. meanwhile, you're doing the exact same thing. Well, here's the thing: what I really took offense is he's an ugly dude and an ugly broad. You can't do both of them. Pick a, <laughs> don't, don't say that. Pick a struggle. Don't now. say that. <laughs> you can't be hideous on both. Of them. Don't say it that. is when you got a blazer on. Hideous when you got a dress on, man. <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> it's true, man. I was like, damn. Anyway, finally, Trini, I wanted to cover this really quickly. Um, a Black Panther stuntman. I don't know if you know this guy. 
guy, Taraja Ramses. Yeah. Yeah, was killed in a car accident. Him, and initially it was reported that three of the children died, but now all four of them passed away. So oh, condolences to, to him, his family. Very sad, but that's what's trending. There used to be an old adage that the customer was always right. The customer was always right. Now, at one point, uh, a lot of things in America have wrote, wrote in terms of what we are educationally and life expectancy. But the one thing Americans generally excelled at was the service industry. And even that is now diminishing. Like now, people, you have to pay extra if you want to go into a bank. You can oftentimes get people who call you and you talk about the, your bill and or your, your credit card bill and you can't understand them because it's clearly outsourced. I'll pay my bill when I understand what you just asked me. So clearly, there is an erosion of the thing that we were once great at, which was service. And if you're going to get into the service industry, you have to understand that the, your paramount your paramount goal is to serve the people to their satisfaction in a way that keeps garnering you the business. You open the business to make money, and you decided to go into a service industry. The predicate is service, and a lot of times when people take umbrage to that, like we're still hearing about Keith Lee and people are saying he's ruining businesses and. What is wrong with somebody telling you about their experience with their money, how they were treated when they patronize somebody? Because what you are saying, when you open a door, you're inviting people in and you're hoping they give you money. And for that, there is a service. But now some things are accepted just out of hand. Now, stereotypically, a lot of women say, I don't like to go uh, to the beauty shop. Because it takes all day. My appointment's at 10. I get out at 6, right? Now, I'm not saying that's everybody, but it's so pervasive that it is It is an old wives' tale. People talk about it all the time, right? We talked about, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, We when we grew up and went to soul food restaurants, they had a bad attitude. The menu was sticky. The, the, uh, the, the screen door was off. But you ate good, so you accepted it. Now it's different. Even if you look at some entertainers, uh, when you buy a ticket and they're hours late, when you when your contract is that when you decide to ask somebody to patronize you, you are saying that you will render a service. And if you don't render that service willingly, openly and in a way that invites people back, then you're doing damage to your business. It isn't somebody telling you how somebody perceived what you did. It isn't. It is it, the, the marketing ad is, is this. If you please somebody, they tell four people. If you displease somebody, they tell ten. So you are, and an, an, so you don't need Keith Lee to do a review. Yelp does that. There are restaurants that have thousands and thousands of reviews, all bad. Now, do you say I'm going to look at this as co- constructive criticism and then try to make things better? I'm going to look at the things I can do to make things my business better and more viable for me, or I'm going to say this is wrong that he outed me. It's almost like uh, putting your head in the sand and pretending like what is happening isn't. And to get angry at somebody for relaying their experience is not positive at all. It doesn't help you at all. If you are going to be in the service industry, you have to understand you need to serve people. Almost every fraternity and sorority I've ever heard of, the primary function is service. That is what you sign up for. You sign up to be service, to be of service. And if you're in industries where you're opening your doors and having people sit down and serving them food, you have to serve them in a way that invites them to come back. And you cannot be angry if you're not doing it. 
if you're an angry server and you're late with food and you're late with water and and people are probably going to have an adverse reaction to it. If you're a, you own a beauty salon and you're late with somebody in the bowl and you're and you somebody gets out much later, you're probably going to have a negative reaction to that. If you are a barber and you're always uh, you're late, somebody's going to have a reaction to that. But when you have decided to be in the service industry, you have to serve. And you have to do it in a way that invites people back. You cannot keep giving people horrible service, make them feel unwelcome, and expect them to come back. Because if you do that, what will happen is most people won't do a review. Most people won't put it on Yelp. They just refuse to come back. It's really simple. The minute you open your doors, the minute you open a business, the minute you hang a shingle and you say, this is who I am, you are of service and you need to decide to serve and to serve in a way that invites people back to the very business you busted your ass to open. That's a little note from the GED section. Got the jazz report coming up in 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. A growing exodus of local election officials is raising alarms ahead of the 2024 presidential contest. Officials say many workers are resigning or retiring because they continue to face a barrage of threats, harassment and partisan interference in their duties. First ignited by Trump, of course, and his false claims of the stolen election. In one region alone, across 11 Western states, more than 160 top election officials have left their positions. I don't blame them. See what they did there. I'm telling you, to me. If he's convicted of anything, he should not only not only should he go to jail, but the people. Well, first off, a lot of people will go to jail. I hope he does, too. But it's really tainted the way people approach elections. They used to take a matter of civic pride and you encourage people to be involved in their local elections, to go to work, be poll workers. But now if people feel like they're not safe or they're going to be ridiculed or they're going to be uh, potentially in danger, all of that is to intimidate those people and to have people who are active, who are who are kind of more uh, have a stake in the game to to uh, take those positions over. You well, first of all, you're probably just, not paying me enough. Or if it's a volunteer yeah. position, I'm not going to volunteer and yeah. then have my life threatened on a daily basis. Yeah. Get somebody else to do yeah. it. You not for volunteering, right? No, no, I'm, I'm not for that particular life. thing. No. Not for that particular right. issue. Get somebody else. So you to would do volunteer it. for something and risk something your life? Something else? What you would volunteer? I'm saying for. in this particular case, these election officials. No, I'm not volunteering for that. You know, to every have time you they harass have, me all the time. They have like these tough missions, and I'm not asking anybody to go. Who's gonna volunteer? Never. Not me. Ever. Like when they say 
Can you, if you sit at this window, are you willing to agree and help? No, I'm no, not. I'm not. I'm, I'm a helping. Well, we know you're not, not in the window. Not at all. For first class, you notice there's no area for that. Yeah, they, 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 you guys are, nobody has you on the hook There to help. is an we area know. for that. It's called the bathroom at Coach. Anyway, That's let me carry on. So your workout clothes could actually be doing you harm. New research shows that sweat leaches chemical additives from plastics from your clothes, and those chemicals are then available to be absorbed through your skin. In short, oily substances in our sweat help the bad chemicals to come out of the microplastic fibers and become available for human absorption, which is not a good thing. Well, it's better to sweat, though. Oh, it is. Yeah. Just check the labels on your clothes. You know, in California, they have to put those signs up in the window to tell you, you know, these clothes right here have some kind of cancer-causing chemicals. Yeah, and and Lululemon should have a cancer. If your ass is bigger than a rhino, you shouldn't wear a rhino uh, print. Don't leave that alone. If your ass is bigger than a leopard, don't wear leopard print. Stop wearing the print of an animal if you're bigger than that animal. (laughs) It's really simple. If an animal doesn't have a front ass, then you shouldn't. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a reasonable. Oh, wait, somebody. You can't make those demands if you shape like a titchy he, he, he left a bad review. He left a bad. Yeah, you can. You can say. Nah. You you well, you can make those demands if you shape like a tissue roll and you wear those things. How about if you <laughs> don't wear those things and you shape like a tissue roll? Because you know you shape like a tissue roll, so you don't wear them. Touche. Um. Uh. So the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I I posted a picture of a of a young boy who was at Halloween and uh, he wore a dress and I must have got I don't know what'd you say uh, about like two million people saw it and about thirty thousand comments. Um, would you uh, allow your son um, for Halloween to dress like uh, a princess? I mean, would you allow that to happen? Um, that's the question. 877-242-2426. Also, just up on Twitter, D.O. Hughley Radio, or on Facebook, the D.O. Hughley Show, or the website is the D.O. Hughley Show.com. A cute kid. He wanted to be Elsa. They let him be Elsa. Yeah. I know, I can all, and this is not a judgment, it's an observation. When he had an Elsa dress on, I immediately knew that he he had a white mother. Mm -hmm. I immediately knew it. Now, I'm not saying that, but I'm just telling you, I knew immediately that he had a white mother. So, if you had a grand, uh, you had a son, would you let them wear an Elsa dress, uh, uh, the dress of a princess for Halloween? 877-242-2426. We're getting to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So, I posted a, a video of a little boy, a uh, handsome little kid, mm-hmm. in an Elsa dress. All kind of comments. Uh, he, he loved the character Elsa from Frozen. Um, and his mom, you know, according to the video, she had some level of trepidation, but she decided to let him do it anyway. Let him do it anyway. Would you? Would you do that? Um, we're going to go to our social media platform, especially, okay, what are they saying? So we have Myron from Indianapolis, and he said, I mean, if it was just for Halloween, sure, but otherwise, no. Yeah, for anything, for me, from my perspective, for anything, I don't believe that. A parent is not a collaboration. It's not, I would raise, I'm going to raise the children, my children the way, the best way I see fit. And obviously, I'm going to do some things that are bad for them and some things that are harmful for them. But I'm going to raise my child the way I see fit. And I'm not going to ask the collective to help me. And if I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy my son a dress. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Mm. or let him wear one. I wouldn't do it. Got it. Now, if I, I, I respect Magic Johnson, I respect EJ, but you ain't gonna use my money and buy big ass pumps. You're not, not my money. 
You could, I'm telling you, you could be as expressive and artistic as you want to, but if you're going to get a $10,000 bag, it's going to be you buying it. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's, and I wouldn't do it at an early age, and I'm not going to get into, well, you, I'm not, I'm not transphobic. I'm a parent. <laughs> I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. Just like I wouldn't let my child tell me they were vegan if that's, I uh, mean, you, you, you're going you gonna to eat what we eat. You're going to worship the way I worship until you are out on your own and you can do your own thing. I don't think that's controversial. And it's been that way since time infinitum. And I think that the family structure functions best when parents are parents and children uh, understand their role as children. Mm. So would you uh, let your son dress up like a princess for Halloween? 877-242-2426. More of your calls will come up, Jasmine. I can't wait to hear you got to say. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. All right, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. So this made uh, rounds on, and and, and, a, and a, this uh, it was on my social media page. I posted a picture of a, a video of a young man, a young, young boy in a Elsa dress, and it got all kind of comments, including somebody who I really respect asking me why I posted it. Don't ever ask me why I post anything, <laughs> ever. I like I like you, but you should be ask questions of the mother and why she posted it. But don't I, I didn't make a judgment. I, I, I posted it and I, I took comments. Uh, and, and now, I mean, I list, looked at comments, uh, some of the comments or I didn't even necessarily look at the comments, but I saw how much traction it was having. I think yeah. it's an interesting conversation to have. Jasmine, you got a little boy. Would you dress allow him to go on Halloween dressed like a princess? Well, first of all, if my son wanted to be Elsa, it would be a different story because he's a grown man. Yeah. But I. I mean, as a little boy. <laughs> Well, you didn't know him as a little boy. So right, I was going to say, I didn't meet him until he was a teenager. <laughs> okay, I know he was I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get your facts right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, right. Now, me personally, this is my own opinion. Sure. I do not care what my child wants to wear on Halloween. You can wear and do whatever you want to on Halloween because it's supposed to be about dressing up something sure. that you want to be or something that you admire oh. or, you know, whether it's gory or slutty or whatever you want to do. That's on you. I don't care. However, for me personally, if I felt that um, it was like an ongoing thing. You wanted to also wear dresses to school or, you know, any other time. I would probably have an issue with it because, you know, you're underage and you're in my house. But on Halloween, I personally don't care. I noticed that it was a black uh, child and a white woman and I I noticed that right away. And it was something that I went, hmm, that's, that's interesting. I do think that that culturally, is it's easier to get away with that in certain neighborhoods or it, it, people I shouldn't say get away with, but they're more accepting of that in a in a more uh, 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 
diverse neighborhood than they would be in one that was homogeneous. Like you could do, I say homosexual, I said homogeneous. If you did that in the suburbs, okay, you do that in the inner cities, that's going to be a problem. This is not the first time this story has come up. It's it's happened since Elsa was a thing, since Frozen was a thing. A lot of boys want to dress as Elsa, you know, not having no idea about their sexuality because it doesn't really cover that part in the stories that I've read. So, you know, again, for me personally, Halloween, you can dress up as whatever you want. I, If I'm the person paying for things, you are not going to wear something I don't like. I don't care what it is. If I'm the person paying for things, and that doesn't make me anything except a parent. Right, which is why I'm saying that's yeah. everyone has a right. And, I'm Keith Lee. Yeah. You have the right to your opinion. Yeah. And, and I think to criticize someone else because their opinion is different is a little weird. I just think that, you no, know, raise your weird. children American. how you want to in your house. That's you American. To, no. criticize is, uh, to criticize other people's decisions about their children is quintessentially American. Or oh, no, it's not even. It's just social. It's really yeah. it's that social. Right. I'm I'm I I to me, I wouldn't care. Now see, I got I told Tyler she can wear basketball shorts and she became a lesbian. So let me tell you something. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What you wear doesn't in, really matter. I'm in no position to weigh <laughs> yeah. in on this argument, but I'm just telling you. Um Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Would you allow your son to wear a uh, go to Halloween dress like a princess? It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, would you let your child, your son, dress like Elsa, uh, dress like a princess for Halloween? I will say this. Generally, and I can't be, you know, I don't want to be stereotypical and I don't want to pay everybody. I think a lot of men had a, have a different opinion than a lot of women. I think women, a lot more women, would probably tend to be more open-minded about that. Because you saw him with his mother. You didn't see him with his father. Right. I think that even even you, you, you would probably have a different, more open-minded, even in, in our interaction, you would have a different, more open-minded perspective than I would, right? Yeah, but I think that also has a lot to do with... Um you know, traditional ways sure. of thinking sure. and and sure. being I'm not going to say it's homophobic because, you know, that would be slightly incorrect. But I, I don't think that you wearing or dressing a particular way is going to determine how you come out, what your your decisions are later in life. I will say I just say this. I saw a video. Ryan of, Tyler used to wear Ellen Iverson shorts and she got a wife now. That's just saying. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that there, um, uh, there's a direct correlation, but uh, maybe but. it's the chemicals in the fat. I mean, I don't know, but I did see a video over the weekend on social media where a black father showed up to a daycare to pick up his child, at, which was a little boy, little black boy, and the daycare workers had him dressed in a dress, and he went completely. Off. I can understand. I think Absolutely. that's that's different for me. Of course, he would go off. Yeah. And if he didn't live with that woman, and I guarantee you, he saw her. He saw him. See, the video has the mother out with that with that baby. It don't have a mother and father out with that baby. Maybe. I would be interested to see what the father thought of that interaction. Mm. It would be interesting. I, mean, I don't know. So, um, do you, Jeff? What do you think? Uh, you know, come on, we got a short show. Okay, okay. Uh, like I said before, I lay the template for my children's life. You can do what you want to on your 18th birthday on the other side of that right, door. Right. Till then, what you, what you, what I find to be right or wrong will be your template to change. Yes. But you can't change change the template not, while you eating. Do here. not tell me to buy you food and a dress. You can't have no. both of them. No. 
If you want, <laughs> if you want to go, on, yep. as long as I got, if uh, you got to go to a pediatrician, I got to sign trip slips for you to to go on to go yep. anywhere. Give you permit my permission. I will decide what I think is because I don't think in general. I think we parents have done a lot of harm to children, but I don't think they intentionally go. It's, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but most parents really are doing what they think is best it's for their best. children. children. You know what I mean? Not they can they can be wrong. I don't think most parents set out and go, "I'm a, I'm gonna scar this child for life." But I also think you also know as a parent, if I let this boy go out the house like this, everybody gonna see it this way. This way, and he might not be emotionally ready for the damage people do to him like that. It's people that get bullied. You, know, you can't change society. You can't change people's you know actions and interactions. What you can change is the way that you handle it, or what you allow your child to get exposed to. I think. Parents have to understand that their job is to keep their child safe, as, as safe as they possibly can, even from themselves. And I think, yes, yeah, son, you can go out and wear this dress, but we own Figueroa. So let's right. see what it happens. Right. <laughs> if it, what you doing, Dad? I'm giving you this dress and a brick because you're going to need it, baby, when you walk down the street. I'm just telling, I'm just telling you. All right, we're going to be getting to your calls in a bit. More of your calls in 10 minutes. is the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. So a uh, little boys on uh, Instagram it went viral. Where's uh, Elsa um, costume for Halloween? Would you allow your son to do that? We're going to the phones. Um, no, I would not. I will not let my son dress up like a princess. Every year across this country, there are grown men who dress up like princess. So what's the problem with a little kid, little boy, dressing up as a princess on Halloween? You have grown men doing the exact same thing on Halloween. So what's the problem? What's the problem? I don't see it. It's one day. That doesn't make that guy, that kid, any different from any grown man that does the same thing on Halloween. Man, I think it's really crazy, man. I think, like uh, Reverend Bull Wicker said, man, hell to the no, to the no, no, no. I would never allow my son to dress up as a princess. Uh, I got two boys. I would never let them do it. These some of these parents are just weird to me that you allow your child to make decision like that, that is going to impact their life, not your life, but impact their life. Uh, you know, for a child to be want to dress up as a princess, as a boy. So I, I, again, some of these parents are weird. I mean, if the child asks for the keys to your car, will you give them the keys to the car? How about that child want to dress up as Hitler? Will you let him do that? What about the Ku Klux Klans? Will you let him do that? I think the answer is no. So some of these parents are just weird to me to how they allow their child to dictate to them uh, what they want to do. And uh, again, I'm like, yeah, I thought the parents were either white or 
Dwayne Wade was the father. So nothing against gay people. I'm just saying. Hell no. My boy can't dress up as Rose Girl for Halloween. You know, we got a million boy characters out there. You can't think of one you want to dress like. The only one you want to dress like is a girl. Hell no. Listen, let's sit down and talk, little boy. What's going on with you? You need to talk to me about something? You got some hidden secrets or something? So my answer is no, under no way, under no circumstances, would I let my boys, grandboys, nephews, if I got in control, dress up as a little girl at any time. No. Hell no. My boy can't dress up as a girl for Halloween. You know, we got a million boy characters out there. You can't think of one you want to dress like. The only one you want to dress like is a girl. Hell no! Listen, let's sit down and talk, little boy. What's going on with you? You need to talk to me about something? You got some hidden secrets or something? So my answer is no. Under no way, under no circumstances, would I let my boys, grandboys, nephews, if I got in control, dress up as a little girl at any time. No. How come it's just that I don't like it so you can't do it? about that? That's, I mean, that, that, yeah. that's a viable thing. I don't like it. I don't care what your friends do. I don't care what nobody thinks. You ain't doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's a viable. I mean, that, but I think as a parent, all. that is your right that's, to say that. Is it your rules absolutely. and your house. Absolutely. My thing is to, to make the assumption because you dress a particular way when you're a child that's going to determine your outcome when you become an adult is weird. That's crazy. No, it's, wait, wait. No, no, it's crazy. I don't know if that is crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I don't, I'm actually I don't know that, on your that, page and I'm reading one of the comments and yeah. it says, it's from a black man. He said, yeah. I consider myself a strong black father. I have a beautiful son. When he was little, he was invited to a tea party by three other little girls and he wanted to wear a dress. I let him. Today, he is a sophomore in an Ivy League college, has a solid long-term girlfriend. He's strong, beautiful, smart, and very masculine. He has gay friends. He has straight friends. He said, and he's comfortable with all of that because of how I raised him. That, that He's on my page, but I'll tell you, I let a daughter wear her mom. Your mama let him wear basketball shorts, and I got two daughters. That's what I got. That's what I, <laughs> I understand. What you're saying, but for no. a kid at that well, age, mama yeah. said your mama ain't yeah. got a job either. Nigga. You yeah. know what were you saying, Junius? No, say, but for a kid that age, man, uh, I would I wouldn't even bat an eyebrow because you know he gonna be Superman tomorrow. He he's gonna be Elsa today. He's gonna be a Ninja Turtle day after tomorrow. So I mean, mm-hmm. to even well, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The, the thing that people are negating in this process is it doesn't matter what he thinks. Imagine you let that kid go to go dress up like Elsa, right? And then he gets beat up or, or, or something. somebody says something bad to him that he doesn't understand, right? So you could be protecting him from things that hasn't been baked into the equation. It doesn't matter how how uh, how I feel. Sometimes you make decisions like that because you don't think he's ready for the repercussions that go along with that. All right, would you let your uh, child, son, wear a Elsa costume for Halloween? Get to your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. And the question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, would you let your son uh, wear a uh, uh, dress like a princess for Halloween? 877-242-2426. Uh, what do you think? I think if the kid is under, like, maybe six, I don't mind dress up in the house. But you can't go outside like that. Now, if you're 16 or above, then you can dress how you want outside in public. I I don't I don't think that's right. You know, growing up, I grew up. Me and went me and restroom. Went went with restroom. You know, and I just don't think it's right for a, a parent to let their kid dress up as a 
as a girl, I say a man, you know. If you're born a man, I believe, you know, you was born that gender, you're going to stay that gender. Yeah, um, first of all, love the show, listen to it every afternoon on the way home. I have two young boys, one is 10, one is 8. When they were, my 10-year-old was young, he enjoyed a lot of things that were pink because he had a sister cousin. He has a pink plushie, uh, pink, uh, uh, from anyhow, that he carries around. His mother won't let him have it where they live because her man is ex-military and thinks it's too girly. If my son wanted to wear a princess dress, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but there would be a talk of the consequences that he's going to have to face from when he goes back to school or other kids see him, that what he's going to have to deal with from them. If he wanted to and really wanted to, fine. I, I teach my children to be individuals, not to be anything but an individual. If that's something he wants to do, that's fine. But you have to have that talk to where they understand there probably will be backlash. I think that I absolutely would not let my child, my son, wear a dress. You have to assign your children the role that they were given by God. And that's it. All right, Skip, my man Cheatham, what do you say? No. And I mean, we're putting a lot of emphasis on the sexual aspect or the homosexual aspect. No, I'm not. I just I mean, don't I'm just want you to wear it. That, and, that, and that's what it is. I Like, we all were old enough, like growing up, there might have been some uh, fad clothing. You, if your parents said, you, you said know, fad, fad, F-A-D. Fad, 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 you know, trendy. Like, you know, if your parents said, no, you can't wear platform shoes, I ain't buying them. Or, you know, you can't wear no bell bottoms or whatever, you know, that that's what it was. And if you decide you don't want to wear, I had an experience with my son, when Trey was little, he went to his Spanish immersion school where they spoke nothing but Spanish where they had a presentation where uh, kids were representing different Latin countries whatever the costume they gave him long story short it was some kind of dancer with some uh, pants on and his shirt tied up in the back with his stomach out I told the teacher he's not wearing it well that represents the country where he live here He's not wearing that. Right. So <laughs> he lives in Skip Land. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll either wear a black T-shirt or something. She changed the whole thing. And I, I mean, I, I wasn't making a judgment. I just said my son is not wearing that. It's, now let me ask you something. Did uh, <laughs> is that the same lady that made Junius wear Hercules outfit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Junius lady spoke English. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Junius made his own costume. <laughs> it wasn't no lady talk about involved. a well, talk about a wardrobe malfunction. I yeah. tell you that. <laughs> Look here, I Saucy got- Santana. Look at you. Attaboy, Hurt. Attaboy. All right. <laughs> we got uh, the streaming movie review with the Lebo, the streaming hack warrior. It's the DLU, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with the Lebo, the streaming hack warrior. The hollow and the wind is finally over. Yes. All of the kids coming to my house asking for the trick or the treat. It is like a game show. They ring the bell, say the words, and you guess what or who they are. And then you give them the candy. You know, dear my own brother, it is nothing like the games show that we had where I come from. We had family blood feud. And your life is in jeopardy. I'm serious. <laughs> These were the biggest shows. But there were never many return champions. I'm serious. <laughs> Today's movie is about a game show. The movie is Quiz Show. Starring Aquafina and Sandra Dio. 
In this movie, a game show obsessed woman and her estranged sister work together to help cover the mother's gambling debts. Yes, if they don't pay these mobsters, they will kill their mother. This is when they decide that the nerdy sister, the Aquafina, will go on the quiz show, which is like the Jeopardy show. First, I will say, it is good to see Holly in the wood give the lead to two Asian actresses. The plot is compelling. The dialogue is very good in this movie, and the pacing is okay. But DL, my own brother, I said I was going to be more positive. Yeah. So, I positively would rather watch two homeless men wrestling in a pool of whiskey in their own body. <laughs> it's something you know is close, but you just keep watching. I mean, Aquafina has the voice of a 60-year-old chain-smoking lunch lady. I'm serious. <laughs> Listening to that for 90 minutes, no thank you, I was Mary Akami Asa. I'm serious. <laughs> she is the female Asian version of Danny DeVito. And she looks like what Sandra Oh would look like if Sandra Oh was a crack addict. I'm serious. <laughs> I give this movie two and a half handbags and a matching keychain. <laughs> Why? Because it is very funny if you smoke weed before you watch it. I'm serious. <laughs> if you had this film by last week, I will send you my new warrior game. You can play at home. Wheel of Torture. Just one spin and you can win or lose a limb. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, this is a libo, your hacking warrior with the stream hacking movie review. Hamne salami anani. Hold amne say. Hamne, hamne, ham. Oh, oh. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, remember that it, your uh, indictment update. Remember that if you are in Birmingham or Hoover, Alabama, you know, the home of the Carly Russell abduction, hmm. um, I will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Um, so I, I, I didn't even know what this was, so I'm, I'm not a big fan of, uh, what's this kid's name? Um, what's the, 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 the uh, podcast where we always getting in trouble? DJ Academics. Academics, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of his, but that dude, Saucy Santana, threatened to beat him up and... And, and, and do something to him. Now, let me tell you something. Why would, how, okay, here's what I don't understand. How didn't the public decry that as threatening to sexually assault somebody? Thank you. I don't understand that. I don't care what who's What woman could it. you say that to? You couldn't say it to anybody. You shouldn't be able to say it to anybody. Period. And that dude is 6'3", 2-something. So that ain't, you know, I, I think that we have a decidedly different view when it is depending on what gender does it. Like I think if if, if Will had hit a woman like that, the the for regardless of the reason, it's a different reaction. If uh, somebody had said that to a woman, but uh, what Saucy Santana said to academics, it's a different reaction. But it's really the same ethos, the it same is. thing. It is. And interestingly enough, they talk quite a bit about Dwight Howard going on and on and on and on yeah. about that situation, yeah. that sexual, alleged sexual assault situation. Yeah. But in this case, nobody said a word. How? Yeah, how's Dwight Howard? They both big dudes. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like they both yeah. are big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> South Santana, 6'3". No, yeah. He's a big boy. He ain't Dwight Howard. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Howard almost <laughs> seven foot, tell you about 16. Yeah, seven that hours. too. And then, he's, it, it, then I, I never forget, May said something. When you surprise somebody doing sex, then they, that's not consensual. You get, ta-da! <laughs> but how how is what he did different than what Donald Trump different. has been alleged that happened to what Donald Trump did or what I think that when you 
from, from a societal standpoint, if it's wrong, if one person does it, it's wrong if somebody else does it. Agreed. You can't threaten this. <laughs> Man, are you crazy? Like, no one, it didn't, it, it didn't even register, but no. th- that's threatening to rape somebody, right? Well, that's exactly what he did. Okay. He threatened All to right. wow. <laughs> He did. All right, I'm just telling you. You know, and to say something like that and then to have the public just yawn, um, and I think they primi- primarily did that because it was a dude saying it to, an- to another dude and they didn't, you know, but 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 children, half of the children who are who are sexually assaulted in America are boys. So they, it's a it, but mm-hmm. half of the people who are sexually assaulted in America are boys, uh, are children, are, are boys, and they don't report it because who are you gonna tell? I defy you to be able to do that in any in any segment of our society where you can say something like that. The only place it would be accepted is this narrow prison. That's the only one. You couldn't say it any other any other kind of way, and you shouldn't be able to say it now, anyway. Academics, he talks slick. He does talk slick. Yeah, and, he does. And, yeah, but you he does. And a, I don't like him. You I don't picked like the wrong one. Time, I said with some tears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> talking he does. Now, man. That's probably the first time he got that threat, though. And that, to me, if a man did that to a woman, the police would go see him. Yeah. yeah. They go see him. As they should. They go see him. I think, I think you can't just say stuff like that. You can't make terrorist threats like that and nobody say anything about that it. Well, apparently you can't because nobody said anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, coming up this hour, people get really upset with me, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called... F-D-L-U-G-L-E. Plus, we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Some people get really upset with the things I say, so we're going to give them an opportunity to express themselves with our segment called F-U-D.L. Hughley. So won't you please welcome our FUDL Hughley correspondent, little Niecy James. Hello, this is Niecy James, your FUDL Hughley correspondent. Our first FUDL Hughley comment comes from Instagram. Absolve22 says, Dale, I heard you say you can't forgive. You said you hold a grudge and hatred until you die. Dale, I don't know how you can be so unforgiving when your beautiful wife has forgiven you for all the horrible transgressions you put her and your family through over the years. She should have left you a long time ago, DL. Lucky for you, she is so forgiving. F*** you, Dia Hughley. Our next of you, Dia Hughley comment comes from Facebook. Women's Lib 3000 says, DL, I heard you say a woman should always fix her man's plate before she feeds the kids. Look here, Hughley. This is no longer the 50s. Ward and June Cleaver are long gone. If you are really the man you say you are, you'd get your lazy butt up and fix your woman's plate. That's the least you could do for her putting up with your chauvinistic self. F*** you, dear Hughley. Today's last F.E. Dear Hughley comment comes from Facebook. Righteous One says, Mr. Hughley, I don't know if your F.U.D.L. Hughley segment is funny or just shocking. The problem I have is about your correspondent, Little Niecy James. How could you have such a cute little girl using such foul language? I'm sure you're breaking some kind of child decency laws. F*** you, D.L. Hughley. Righteous one, don't worry about me. I got this. F*** you too. Well, that's it for this week. This is Denise James, your F.U. D.L. Hughley correspondent. And until next week, bye. The Hughley House Home Mix is coming up next. Plus, we're going to recognize the good in someone as a human being of the week. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. This is now time to give... Uh, uh, the human being uh, of the week, a shot. Jasmine Sanders, somebody's human. Who is it? It is Ludacris, who donated $50,000 to the Children's Theater of Cincinnati. Man, Ludacris always doing He did, uh, didn't he do a children's book and a children's cartoon? Mm, yep. yep. I think so. He did. Yeah. yeah. He got a yep. new one coming He's out. always doing something. Yeah. I think it's based, awesome. based on his daughter or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He's always doing something. 
Um, so Ludacris is our human being of the week. When he moves, we move. Just like that. So he's our human being of the week. <laughs> and we give him the claps. There it is right there. Take that. What you need to know with Sybil Wilkes is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. Are you flirting or creeping her out? We're going to find out on my top five. Right now, it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. Voters across the country are heading to the polls today. Kentucky's Democratic Governor Andy Bashir is running to win a second term against Republican challenger Daniel Cameron. The African-American currently serving as the state's attorney general has been endorsed by Donald Trump. In Mississippi, Republican Governor Tate Reeves is seeking re-election. He's facing Brandon Presley, who's vying to be the state's first Democratic governor in over two decades. Senate Republicans are unveiling a list of immigration reforms they want attached to any foreign aid package for Ukraine. The proposal from Senators Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton, and James Lankford includes the construction of the border wall and changes to the nation's asylum laws. Thousands of people gathered in New York last night for what was called United for Israel. The event marked 30 days since the attack of October 7th to renew the plea to get those held hostage back from the Palestinian militant group Hamas. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be impacted. Howard. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Um, Your uh, entertainment update. So remember that if you're in Hoover, Alabama, home of the Carly Russell abduction, <laughs> and other things that never happened, like <laughs> Roswell, like, like, like Justice, uh, like, like yeah, Justice Bullet, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, like the Geraldo empty vault. Oh, I remember that. You remember Geraldo? We, I do. He made a big what? deal about it. Yeah, oh. prime time. Man, they had a, a, a empty vault. I was thought he, I, I thought he stole something. I was like, wow, well, what's the vault? He did. He did yeah. steal something. Viewership. Our time. That yes. was it. After that, after that, he was not a serious journalist no. anymore. Nope. nope. He, he grew a, 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 a long mustache and just went to Fox. That's exactly what happened. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to be in uh, in Alabama, Hoover, Alabama. At the Starlight, uh, at the Stardome, uh, uh, that's going to be two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Um, I, I think uh, we're in a very precarious time right now. I think uh, people are irritated and upset. A lot of stuff is going on. So, and it's the holiday season. How fast did it? It, it it's, it's November. I mean, this year passed so fast. It's crazy. No My doubt. tree is going up this week. Your tree is going up this week. Christmas tree. Why? I mean, what am I waiting for? Time is just flying by. I don't want to miss you. it. Yeah, because you're going to take it put down. Put my tree up right now. Junius, you putting your tree up too? We don't put up trees. No? Mm-mm. You don't? Mm-mm. No, I well, ever like since it. my daughter grew up, you know, what's the point? We got a little tree, you know, you come out and sit on the dining room table, one of those. Something to call a little pine arrangement. And plug into a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> a little black Santa Claus over there. You know, that's enough. You, know, you don't need no big old tree. Just enough to say it's Christmas, huh? Exactly. Merry Christmas. So you putting up a big tree, Jasmine? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm putting up two trees. Why? Wow. What do you mean, why? Because I, you remember the, the rules about your household? Because I want to. I asked, why did you want? Because I, I, I just want to. I like okay. this was my parents' favorite holiday, so uh, it is my favorite holiday. I just I like it. Okay, I like having a tree. All right, I'll put two of them up. If I can get a small one like Junius, I might have three. All right, okay. there you go. We'll see how that happens. Let's wait. I um, I'm not doing that at all. No, you don't. But your wife puts a tree up. 
Uh, she doesn't do it either. That's not true. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys hire <laughs> someone to come in and read. Yeah. Oh, yes, you do. How do you know what we do? Because I know there's I, a tree that goes up. Because you used to have I a don't Christmas put a tree party up. every year. I don't put a tree, a tree up. I didn't think you. Put a tree up and somebody I don't hire does. somebody yeah. to do it. Well, it ain't Santa. It's a, it's a, I don't know if it is. I'll come home and it's done. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I wish upon a star and there's a tree in the living room. I have no idea. Are you flirting or creeping her out? Jasmine, give us five ways men flirt that come off a little creepy no. by Matt Butler. <laughs> Number five, uh, leaving I'd hit it messages under our profile selfies. But that is it's a creepy. little aggressive. Really? That is creepy, yeah. It happens. <laughs> Please believe it. It happens. Number four of the top five ways men flirt that come off a little creepy. Standing too close. Don't stand. In an elevator. Don't stand. Well, close. What if it's a crowded elevator? It's not crowded. <laughs> Only two all, people in there. You, you all jammed You know what I'm talking well, about. I rem- is, excuse me. I remember you told me a story not that long ago that you were sitting somewhere. There was plenty of room and all these girls kept coming sitting right here or walking right by you. You were like, why yeah. are you over here? Yeah. Right? So you get it. I felt personally creeped accosted. out. No, I didn't creep. It didn't creep me out. But accosted. Number three of the top five ways men flirt that come off a little creepy: grabbing your junk and making eye contact. That is creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That it is happens. creepy. No, I, I, I can believe it happens. And you ain't even got to be a construction worker for that. That show day. No show day. Of the top five ways men flirt. Hey, Orange, come on, stop it. Come on, a little Takes creepy. Two hands Just staring at you. Uh, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, what you not say? blinking, just staring. Yeah. Just staring oh, at staring. somebody. That's creepy. Not saying That's creepy for, no matter what. Yeah, I'm That's telling creepy. you. And the number one of the top five ways men flirt that come off a little creepy, confusing a drink purchase with a marriage contract. Yeah, <laughs> I get to follow you around because I bought you a margarita. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, that takes me to one that I'm just going to throw in there, and that is following you to the bathroom and just standing around and hovering. That never happened. Are you crazy? That didn't happen. I didn't see that. And if you would have seen it, that would have been creepy too because why are you in the bathroom? I didn't see it happen. And you. Oh, so you don't, you don't trust what I'm telling you? Uh, you don't trust listen, that I'm telling listen, you that it happened. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cast just yes or no. No, I All do. I do not know that it happened. <laughs> I can't tell you it happened. I can't. You could say, and and I think for you to accuse what? somebody of something like that, excuse is horrible. me, but what? for those who are wondering, Skip and Junius, this one here has a friend who was called himself flirting with me, and when I wouldn't flirt back, so he just follows me to the bathroom and stands outside the stall. You all right in there? Man, if you don't back up out of this bathroom. But I think he was trying to make sure the stall was safe. I don't think he was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he was doing. And even you said, I'm going to talk to him. He's a bodyguard. This is what he's trying to yeah, do. Okay. Yeah, okay. Did you see that Kevin Costner? He did it out for Whitney Houston. He didn't follow her to the bathroom. He did. Frank Farmer followed her to the bathroom. No. He followed her everywhere. No, no, no. He did. Now she followed him somewhere. Yeah. See? <laughs> that was and different. she's a masher. All right, coming up. What? what is trending. Jazz man. What, man? Tell these good people what is trending. Stephen Perkins. I don't know if you've seen this story out of Decatur, Alabama. Yes. Uh, this black guy basically uh, was shot and killed by police officers. Uh, you know, people in Alabama were protesting, very upset about it. The information, a little murky, but obviously we know it ain't that murky. But apparently, uh, I guess a um, repo man showed up to take his truck. Uh, he says he was up to date on his payments. The repo man, I guess, got nervous, left and told police that he had a gun. So of course, Which you can do in Alabama. I right? mean, you can, but it, it's not been proven that Steve even had a gun. So police come, and within seconds, 
shoot him dead. Um, now they've got video footage from, I guess, a couple of uh, houses that are in the neighborhood, and they show that as soon as the police arrive on the scene and they start ask before they really even ask questions, they basically shoot. So now I, Steve Perkins is dead, uh, and they're trying to figure out. This has been almost a month ago, trying to get to the bottom of it. Now the the well, police you chief press there, ta- you press play, right? Has tell you everything you need. Had to, to come out and apologize because they, of course, as they always do, released information that was incorrect. Of course. Uh, and now they're trying to recant that. Uh, but it's very sad because you have another young black man who was killed by police and uh, still no answer. So the family obviously is upset. A lot of people in Alabama are upset trying to get to the bottom of it. So hopefully we'll we'll get to the bottom and maybe have some justice. Yeah. I don't know. I think one thing for sure, um, the camera has freed more black people than Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. It's so um, You better be glad you have it. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. Absent, absent another uh, uh, contravening story, they would keep these narratives alive. Oh, he broke yeah. in, he reached for a gun, he and tried to run. And the officers obviously lied and yeah, said one thing. So, of course, this I think once you lie on chief, a job where you're supposed to tell the truth, because if you lie at certain jobs, you can lose your job. I think they should lose their job. Yeah, if the police chief, chief has to come behind that and say, I apologize for the inaccurate yep. description of the yeah. encounter, yep. in my mind, everything else is suspect, yep. period. Yep. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. But while we're talking about Alabama, also trending this story about this. Uh, he's a politician out of Alabama. His name was Bubba Copeland. Yeah. Uh, he was a preacher and a politician, but he had dressed up. Uh, he Well, he was a transgender. That was a part that a lot of people didn't know. He wasn't a transgender. Well, he, he didn't change. He, he didn't, didn't change. change. No. He didn't change. Oh. But he considered himself trans, okay. basically. And so, so he didn't change his gender. He just wore dresses. Yes. And somehow he got outed on social media. 62 years old. Couldn't take the pressure yes, of what sir. they were saying and killed himself. Well, he was a Republican. He was a hardcore. He was hardcore. Gay rights. He okay. was indeed. Let me tell you something. Yep. I don't care which. The, the, people don't realize this. If you want to talk about crime, uh, you know, porno. Um, um, sexual STDs Mm -hmm. they're primarily in these small echo chambers where people don't feel like they're going to be accepted so they keep it a secret well my problem is you can't be that you can't be so strong against other people but meanwhile you're doing the exact same thing well here's the thing what I really took offense is he's an ugly dude and an ugly bra you can't do both of them pick a a struggle don't say that (laughs) you can't be hideous on both of them don't say that hideous when you got a blazer on hideous when you got a dress on man I can't believe (laughs) it's true man I was like damn anyway finally Trini I wanted to cover this really quickly Um, a Black Panther stuntman I don't know if you know this guy Taraja Ramses yeah yeah was killed in a car accident him and initially it was reported that three of the children died but now all four of them passed away so condolences to to him his family very sad but that's what's trending that's gonna do it for us ladies and gentlemen it's the D.L. Hughley show your indictment uh, update so uh, if you are in uh, if you are in Hoover Alabama I will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Come check me out if you're taking Ocean. Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? Shout out to Baltimore and uh, the Symphony baby. Orchestra. Yeah. They have the youngest and first ever black music director and the only American-born leader of any major orchestra in the country. His name is Jonathan Hayward. Wow. And now, Go on, if, brother. If you black, you you can't have a black musician in Baltimore. I mean, well, they do. The they orchestra better. does. Say, Maybe it play juvenile, back that thing up, and Come everything. On now. Mm. Come on, on now. Jonathan. I like mm. it. Congratulations. And he uh, awesome. He, 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 of course.
Baltimore's a trendsetter. All right, skip my man Cheetah. Cheetah, what'd you learn today? You know, didn't get a chance to tell you. Uh, over the weekend, got a chance to go to a, a concert, got up on stage, and it was a sold out concert. What? With, what concert? It was uh, Trey Songs, Genuine, Jagged Edge, uh, Tank, um, and and some others in there. The, the concert was Trey sold Song. out. Wow. So I had to. I, His bodyguard said a lot that. Hey, I, I, I don't know. Trey was there. You know, I, I walked out on stage, crowd showed a lot of love. So I appreciate y'all. That we had a good time, man. It was Where were you time. at? I was. Uh, it was in Dallas. It was uh, well, oh, okay. actually in Garland at the Curtis Caldwell Center. Yes. Oh wow! So, so the, people were like, "Skip, what did you do about?" Of course, don't you Vanetti's? remember he told us he was? The oh, no, and I left there and went to Venetis. Yeah, that's how we do it. Did you go to Venetis after that? Absolutely, of course. Okay, you made sure you did your job, right? Oh you yeah, went, right. Oh yeah. Okay, just check it. Gotta do it all. All right. On the next D.L. Hughley show, we're going to be talking to the one and only Erica Campbell. Plus, we're going to be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week award. It's the D.L. Hughley show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tap, tap. It's the D.L. Hughley show. See you on the other side.